having the right crowd is so important because either they are going to lead us into these encounters with Jesus or they're going to lead us away. You can follow the wrong crowd and they can take you away from your purpose or you can invite the right crowd to carry you into your purpose, Mm -hmm. right? Hey everyone, welcome back to the So Good Sisterhood Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Mullins, and my husband Todd and I pastor Christ Fellowship Church together. The So Good Sisterhood Podcast is all about investing in every girl from every generation to live intentionally, lead confidently, and love generously. And hopefully, it will leave you saying, that was so good. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the So Good Sisterhood podcast. I'm your host, Julie Mullins, and I just want to thank you so much for joining (laughs) us today. And I am really excited about today's episode. We are actually feeling quite bougie here on the So Good podcast set because today we are are filming in front of a live studio audience. Can I hear from you guys? Yeah. So we have some of our incredible next-gen leaders with us in the audience, and I have invited some of my favorite people. You guys know one of my favorite things to do is to introduce my favorite people to my favorite people. And I have three of my favorite next-gen leaders here in the studio today, Um, Emma and Danny and Aaliyah. Um, Before we jump into the episode today, I would love for our girls to get to know you a little bit. And we go really deep, really fast. So you need to tell us a little bit about yourself and, and maybe something that we wouldn't know about you unless we knew you for about maybe five years or so. So little hidden gem there. So Emma, why don't you kick us off? Hi, well, my name is Emma Russell. Um, I get the opportunity to be a worship resident as well as a worship leader um, at one of our Christ Fellowship locations. It's an honor. I get to have a hand in students and young adults as well as weekend worship ministry. And um, a fun fact about me is that I love lip glosses and lip balms. And like anytime any new lip gloss hits the market, I have to go and grab it. And when I was younger, I had a really, really large lip balm collection and it has started to repopulate as I've gotten older. So that's me. (laughs) That's amazing. I love that. I'm Danny Paredes. I am 22 years old and I serve in our worship ministries at Christ Fellowship. I am a senior at Christ Fellowship Southeastern University. And a fun fact about me is that I love learning new languages. We went on a missions trip in uh, Japan with our young adults ministry. And by day two, I had a note filled with Japanese sayings. Oh, and I love, I love, love, love learning new languages. That's amazing. Love that. Hi, everyone. Everybody. Um, my name is Aaliyah Mamalusimo. So if you read it on paper, if you see it on paper, you're probably like, what is this last name? <laughs> um, it's Mamalusimo, Aaliyah Mamalusimo. And um, I'm 22 and I get the privilege of looking after one of our campuses here at Christ Fellowship as a campus coordinator. And so I love, love, love what I do. Um, one thing that I feel like If you knew me for about five years or so, you would know that I love resting. I, (laughs) it's, I try to glamorize it, um, but just know is like if we make plans and you change your mind, I'm not. I'm I'm gonna be okay. If you say, hey, I actually I I have this going on. Can we cancel? I'll be okay. I love laying down and watching TV, and I just love resting. So that's like my one of my favorite things to do. I love that. Hey, have you guys ever heard of this term? Like I, it's a real term called Herkel Durkling. 
No. It is actually <laughs> something is in the Netherlands that oh. there is an actual word, herkel durkel, and it's when you love to rest, oh, you get wow. cozy with a blanket, you're in front of a fire. And so I'm just thinking, Aaliyah, crazy words okay so last time we had you know some of our next gen leaders here on the on the podcast it was a very educational experience for me <laughs> because they actually gave me a really great um, vocabulary lesson because I wanted to make sure you know that like you know, being being in the position that I'm in, I just want to make sure I'm communicating in a way that that you guys like will understand, right? right. And I don't want to say something crazy <laughs> that that makes you of go, course. "Wow, she is like is." She- is she a hundred years old or something? Yes. But but hey, but they gave me some really great you know vocabulary tips. I I learned what what sus was. Okay. Yes, I knew what you know what drip dripping meant. Oh, yeah, wow. and even simp. Like I oh, wow. I can now. Can any of you guys? Can you use simp in a sentence? Oh oh, I don't know. Oh come it on, is... you can do it. Or sus. I feel like. If I had an interaction with someone, I was really confused. That person was acting so sus towards mm-hmm. me. They were so <laughs> sus. You know right? what I mean? So that's what I would that's think. That's a good mm-hmm. sentence. That's Thank great. You. Yes. Thank you. But there's a few more. Like things are changing all the time. <laughs> and since that was like six months ago, so I I actually wrote down a few of these because I I need to know. Like I need to know some of these words that you guys you know are saying that I need to make sure I know. So, we oh, got sorry. you. Got you got you. me? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, good. So I've got them right here. Okay. So last time you, you heard those words. So educate me. That's cap or no cap. Mm. I hear Emma use this a lot. <laughs> I'm just, that's cap. No yes. cap. Help me. To me, it's, it's just a lie like or a fib. So if I say, man, that Starbucks sign, I was in the Starbucks line for 30 minutes. I'm so sorry for my meeting. Like no cap, no lie. I was, mm, I was in the Starbucks no line for 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're and welcome. also for using, I think when you use it in a sentence that like yes. helps yes. comprehension. So, Absolutely. okay. Um, so, okay. Emma, I got one for you. Okay. You ate that up. Oh, you my gosh. That up. Am I saying like the right inflection? You are. Okay, you are. good. Mm-hmm. So I love that phrase. That is in my. <laughs> that that is one chooses. That is in my everyday vocabulary. Okay. It's my favorite way to give someone a compliment. So it is a compliment. Oh, yes. um, for example, if someone sang a song really well, you could say, girl, you ate that up. <laughs> or if it. someone has on a nice outfit, you could say, girl, your outfit is eating. Yes, eating. So eating. It, it's a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. So now I know. I know know how yes. to like give a real compliment yes. okay got one for you what is a glow up a glow up glow up. yeah glow up um it's when something turns from bad to good oh so it could be with you know somebody you know or it could be um with like a thing like for example like oh i just got some decor for my room it had a glow up yes maybe something like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. or huh? that? paul had a glow up paul had a glow up <laughs> Saul Saul to Paul. That's the greatest glow up. Yeah, the greatest glow up. Glow up is actually scriptural. I feel like I feel like it is. I feel like transformation. Yes. So if there was like the next gen version, you know, yes, I think that's actually in the Passion Translation. No, I'm just kidding. No. Okay. So are there any that I miss that I need to know? Come on. You know, we were just talking a little bit ago. I have 
and and I'm not ashamed to say this. I love Amazon and I love the dupes on Amazon. Yeah. Before mm-hmm. I ever purchase mm-hmm. an expensive variation of something, I will always get the lower priced thing. So I love a long chomp bag, but I didn't want to pay for it yet. I had to know that I would like it. Right. So I bought the dupe. Pastor Julie, do you know you know what a dupe is? I do, but why don't you educate us okay. for those of us? So, like dupe? I think we might have called them something different, like illegal in other days. Oh. But yeah, but that's okay. back in our day. But you go ahead. You tell us what a dupe is. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So I think a dupe is just short for a duplicate of something. Okay, like it's just it. a duplicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think if you look really closely, you can tell it's definitely not a mm-hmm. real one. Right. But if you look far away, I could get away with it. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A dupe. Yeah, it's okay. a dupe. So, yeah, I think I have actually seen those on reels, like the free people do. Yes, so right, yes, right. so, yeah, it's not illegal. I, 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 if it was illegal, Amazon wouldn't be. It's inspired by. It's inspired by. Right. Dupe, yes, Thank you. Inspired yes. by. Yes. Okay. Okay, well, there are some differences, like in the way our generations like have communicated, but this is good. Like yeah. this is this is a really good thing mm-hmm. for both of us because mm-hmm. there are some words you know that that I know that you don't know right and I think that you know that history is a very important it's very important in our education so there's some when you're like when you're like you know you're you're going to be responsible for like leading some girls sometimes that are maybe right. a little bit older than you so my question is like would you be able to relate to them like do you know what a blouse is. <laughs> Do you know yes. what a blouse is? Because I was, I told someone they had a nice blouse and they looked at me like I was crazy. Oh and it, she's in my studio audience right now. <laughs> oh. She's like, you are crazy. So blouse, anybody? Yes. yes. Um, honestly, I think it's just a nicer top yeah. that you can wear. Yes. And honestly, it's hard to find them now. Yes. I'm always looking for a nice top to wear on like a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. but everything's either cropped or like a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. But right. growing up, my yeah. mom always talked about blouses. Yes, yeah. so. very good. Okay, yeah. what about a slip? Oh, absolutely. A you know what a slip under is. A Come on, your mama raised you yes. right, yes. Emma. She got it. Yes, she did. Yes. She got it. Do y'all do y'all know what a slip is? Is it is okay, isn't that what you wear <laughs> under, say, a dress to make sure you have extra coverage? Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 And that's really important for worship leaders to know because right. there's some spotlights mm-hmm. up yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. A little so, modesty it, top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. I didn't is slip only tied to like under a dress, or can you wear it under a shirt as mm. well? Or is it just like a slip under a dress? I think it's under a, a dress. Okay, or so a I guess skirt. I didn't. Yeah, fully I don't know. think it's. I think that's like a cami or <laughs> like something a like that. A cami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. slip pantyhose. There's Ooh. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little blast. Sure, yeah. Y'all know what those are? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. Yeah, like stockings. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Stockings. You're relatable. So thank you for <laughs> there, sure. There are some differences, <laughs> like when we're trying to communicate um, mm-hmm. sometimes, and and but I think sometimes when I when I think about some of the differences, of course, there's a lot more ways that we're alike than we're different, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I, I think when I think about one of the biggest differences um, in the generations is is really around how we connect right. with mm-hmm. each other, right? And how we build connections because yeah. when I was in college. Yeah. Like if I wanted to go on a coffee date with my friend, I actually had to call her on her phone. Yeah. Mm. And when I called her on her phone, her phone was not in her pocket or in her purse. Wow. It was hanging on a wall <laughs> oh in her home, connected to a cord. And I would call her, and if she just so happened to be in her home at that time and decided to pick up the phone, then I could schedule a coffee date with her. Wow. And we would schedule the date and we'd schedule the time. And if she was going to be late, she could not text me to tell me that she was going to be oh, late. Wow. So mm-hmm. I think about all of the hoops I jumped through for one cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the same amount of time, you all 
you could have DM'd 52 of your friends. Three of them could yes. be living in Australia, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, they don't all have to live locally. And you could have, you know, you could have planned a whole party. And you guys are so connected, like digitally connected in so many different ways. And, mm-hmm. and I think that, you know, I read recently that this is the most digitally mm-hmm. connected generation that we've ever known and sometimes the most re- relationally disconnected Wow! because some of the, some of those connections aren't like real community, mm-hmm. but when you have all of these connections, right, it could be really easy to think, you know, we've got, I've got this yeah. huge community, but how do you, how, how do you like make sure that when you're connected to so mm-hmm. many people that you're relationally connected and mm-hmm. that you're, and, and that you have the right people in your life to connect on the regular and then to, and to be able to be in real community with that are going to keep you going in the right direction. I love that question. Um, Pastor Julie, when you said making sure that you're connected to the right people, I think, um, I, I was so, so thankful to, to have been born and have an iPhone, you know, when I was growing up and I can always FaceTime my friends mm-hmm. in high school and middle school. Um, and it was always so easy to, to dial up my friends. Um, I think that, now um, it's still so so easy to dial up but I think the thing that is a bit different is like life happens and we have work and we have say school and families and so on and so sometimes just as easy as it as it is to to pick up the phone and to text someone I can feel that sometimes um, I may find myself saying okay I'll text tomorrow or maybe I'll call you know tomorrow make sure I do that and so um, I think with having that access to my phone and to my friends it makes it so much easier I can't imagine having to dial up my my (laughs) friend on a landline but um it makes me think of having all of my sisters just an easy hey life is happening right now or hey I'm going through something right now can I talk to you about this can Mm -hmm. I um can I get your advice about this or even if I shoot one of my friends a text message before I'm going into work or something nerve-wracking hey can you pray for me I'm going to x y and z so I know that's how I personally Mm -hmm. stay connected to my sisters and my friends Mm -hmm. um just with anything. And I'm so happy that it's so accessible to me. Mm -hmm. It's great. Yeah. And I agree with what you were saying as well. I think also for me, I think uh, social media is honestly like a really powerful tool for connection. I think, you know, it could be used for either, or it could be used for all the negative things that, um, tied into it, like maybe comparison or things like that. But I think with social media, me personally, I've, I've made a lot of friends um, in Honduras, in Bolivia, and Japan doing missions. Mm-hmm. And the way I stay connected with them is when I see a story of yeah. them pop up that they post mm-hmm. or they share a, a picture on their feed, I go ahead and it reminds me of them and I keep in touch that way. Mm-hmm. And then it allows me to be intentional with scheduling calls, yeah. scheduling, um, you know, face time and things like that yeah that's so good yeah and just kind of bouncing off what Aaliyah and Danny have said um there is an effort that needs to be put in when mm-hmm. you're connecting with people digitally. Mm-hmm. And some of my closest friends are long distance. And what really drives me to continue to reach out is remembering that some of the most amazing moments and memorable moments that I've had um, in those relationships have been through a FaceTime or mm-hmm. through a phone call or through a text and just finding out so many new things about my friends and they've helped me walk through so many different seasons. Um, so that's really what helps yeah. me stay connected with them. 
Hey everyone, Carissa here. You know, one of my favorite things I love most about the podcast is the conversations I get to have with my friends. From favorite quotes to so good moments to devotionals, Show Notes Plus gives me the opportunity to discuss and dive deeper into the content. It's also a great way to stay up to date on everything happening in sisterhood. Click the link in our show notes so you don't miss out on anything. Now we're shifting, and I just want to ask you some questions. Pastor Julie, why do you think it's so important to stay connected to the right people? Yeah, and I think what all three of you said, you pointed to something, and that was just being intentional about, you know, you've had really amazing, beautiful spiritual bonds built with, you know, on your mission trips and on the worship team and with the girls yeah. that are cheering you on and calling mm-hmm. you up. And what you're talking about is intentionality mm-hmm. of yeah. of building the right kind of people, building a community that you have the right voices speaking into your life. And um, and Emma, you asked me that question and I couldn't help but think because I my mind is still fresh from the the, the word that I preached this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I, I was preaching from Mark chapter two when, when these four friends bring this paralyzed man mm-hmm. to Jesus, right? right. And in this story, there are two crowds. There's the crowd that is in the courtyard blocking the door, and and they can't even get through this particular crowd. Mm -hmm. And you've heard me say this before, that there will always be a crowd Mm -hmm. keeping you from seeing Jesus, blocking your path from getting to to where Jesus Mm -hmm. is. There's always going to be a crowd. There's going to be a a crowd of people like popular opinion and popular culture that are going to tell you that, you know, God's word is outdated and Mm -hmm. antiquated and you're crazy for even thinking that you can follow these these commands that he gives in the the 21st century, right? Or Mm -hmm. or why are you spending so much time at church when you could be out with us? There's always Mm going to be a crowd that tries to keep you from from Jesus, but in the story, I love that there's a different crowd. There's like yeah. these four guys that are crowded mm-hmm. around yeah. his mat when this guy's going through a really hard time, yeah. right? And and they they actually carry him into a place where he can experience something miraculous. Yeah. And the truth is, is that when we look around at the friends that we've invited into yes. our life, the ones that we're being intentional mm-hmm. with. They are carrying us somewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. They on on a daily basis, not just when we're in a crisis. You know, we say all the time around here that that we become the average of our five closest friends. Oh. So this is this is proven sociology, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it matters who your four or five closest friends are, right? right? You want someone who's going to go ahead of you. Yeah. You know that that's that's further down the road, and and that you can actually you know have community with and be able to ask the hard questions and and invite them to speak into your yes. life. You need people running alongside you and we all need someone that that we're reaching back to that that we're able to share what God's showing us to them and so yeah. so having the right crowd is so important because either they are going to lead us into these encounters with Jesus or they're going to lead us away you yes. can follow the wrong crowd and they can take you away from your purpose yeah. or you can invite the right crowd right. to carry you into your purpose, mm-hmm. right? And um, and when I think about when we're going through a hard time, it matters, right? Mm-hmm. And and again, you look around, it's like, where are your friends mm-hmm. carrying you? But I yeah. think even probably more importantly than that question is, where are we carrying the people that we love mm-hmm. when they go so through good. a hard time? Yeah. Where right. are we carrying them? Are yeah. we car- are, when when some when someone around us? is going through a hard time, or even, you know, the friends that we're closest to, are our encounters Mm -hmm. with them, are they bringing them closer to Jesus, or are they 
right. you know, taking them away. Yeah. And um, and you know, when someone's going through a hard time, are are we offering our our opinions, mm-hmm. you know, and our advice? Mm-hmm. When someone needs something that only Jesus can give them, mm-hmm. are we going to be the friend, you know, that's going to bring them? close to him and, and offer yeah. them more than, than what we have to offer, more mm-hmm. than our advice. And, and what I love about the story is that Jesus actually says he saw the faith of the friends. Mm-hmm. He didn't see the faith in this man. So and good. so, you know, it's important that we are those friends that, that, that Jesus can see faith in, mm-hmm. right? And that we're bringing to the right place because, and this is why this goes back to the fact that when you asked about how important it is to have the right crowd, because we attract who we are. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you look around and you're going, I don't have any of those friends. Mm. I don't have one friend who's carrying me in the right direction. What that means is, is that, that you're not, we, we attract who we are. So mm-hmm. you have to become the friend that you want to have right. first yeah. because we attract, we are, health attracts health. I mean, you look at your, you know, the athletes at, in your high school, right? The, the athletes kind of hung together. You, you knew who they were. Like attracts like. The worship leaders, y'all are hanging out together, right? Mm-hmm. So here's what you need to know is that we don't always get to choose the the problems that we might have that will put us on the mat, but mm-hmm. we do get right. to choose who we invite to stand around the mat. And we do get to choose if we're going to be the kind of person that carries somebody else into their encounter. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to flip the question on you. So how has being in a faith-filled community mm-hmm. that you're in right now, how has that contributed yeah. to encounters that you've had with the Lord? And how has it marked your life? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Well, when you ask that question, I'm just thinking back to a time uh, last year. I was walking through a season of kind of just not feeling like I was good enough to be called to or assigned to ministry. And I remember being at a young adults event sitting in the back of the auditorium and I was just weeping. And I have a group of girls around me. They're um, a couple years ahead of me, but they're always speaking life into me. Um, And they gathered around and they prayed for me. And in that moment, they were just speaking biblical truths over me and reminding me who God says I am and who Mm -hmm. he's called me to be. And honestly, if it weren't for them, I really don't know how I would have pulled through that situation or where I would be today. Mm -hmm. So in that time, I was just very thankful to have friends Mm -hmm. that were speaking biblical truths to me that would push me closer to an encounter with Mm -hmm. the Lord. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. Emma, I love that you said biblical truths because it reminds me of um, whenever I am going through a hard time or whenever Mm -hmm. I'm navigating something that's just a little confusing, um, I love to just call up one of my best friends or text them. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I love about my sisters is that they will always point me back to God. Like they will say, okay, like I hear you. I understand how you're feeling. Um, Did you pray about this first? Mm -hmm. Um, Have you been in your scriptures? Have you been in your Devo every morning? I noticed Mm -hmm. like a, you know, whether that's an attitude, an underlying attitude, they're able to help me refocus um, and keep my mind on God. I'm not walking away um, thinking, well, thank you, Sally, for um, your opinions, but saying, you know what, God, I've ultimately, my best friend was able to help me go back to you mm-hmm. um, and go back to the truth. Like you said, those biblical truths is, mm-hmm. as God is our, our source. And I love that my sisters and my friends help me go back to the source. Okay. Um, and sometimes it's not glamour. Sometimes it's sticky. And sometimes mm-hmm. there are things that I would like if they just pat me on the back and, and tell <laughs> yeah. me, you know, the things that I want to here, but sometimes I need them mm-hmm. to tell me the truth, yeah. even if it's a little, you know, rough, it's the truth mm-hmm. and it's because they love me. Yeah. So yeah. it reminds me actually um, of that verse in, in Proverbs 27, 17. Um, it says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Yeah. And that's exactly what I think I of when I think that. of my friends mm-hmm. is constantly sharpening, sharpening mm-hmm. me. I yeah. love that. Thank you. So 
that's the only way you're going to have a glow up, right? Yes. <laughs> if you've got people. Yes. Is that right? Like, yeah. have a, do you have a glow up? I don't know. Yeah. But that was so up. good because, you. you know, iron sharpening iron, that is the mm-hmm. only way yeah. that we're going to get better and get stronger. It's like this gift that yes. God gives us, yes. right? Yes. I love yeah. that for the glow up. Yeah, I kind of have a funny story going off of that glow up about the right people and the right crowd. So coming in my early years of coming to faith, I was in high school and I had no idea who Jesus was, had never stepped into a Christian church. And I remember the summer of my freshman year of high school uh, is when Christ Fellowship Port St. Lucie campus opened Ooh. up. Shout out to CFPSL. <laughs> and I remember the cool kids from eighth grade posting about come to youth night come to youth nights and there was nothing to do in Port St. Lucie at the time so I was like okay I'll go I had no idea that it was church and the only way I could get there was from a senior who had a car in my theater club and so we would always go late because we were coming from school anyways the uh, one time that I got there early they were having band and uh, vocal auditions so I was like oh well I sing let me let me go ahead and audition and I remember going in and uh, one of our pastors he was like yeah can you sing oceans from hillsong and i was like i don't think i know that song he said or any hillsong song and i was like i don't think i know hillsong or any worship (laughs) what's worship (laughs) (laughs) and he i sang uh, an alicia keys song (laughs) but then later on in my faith journey like a few months later I ended up getting invited to go to church where my friend, later on she became my best friend, practically Mm -hmm. sister, invited me to church where her dad was the youth pastor. And that set me up uh, for success. She she fed my uh, spiritual walk. She she fed my spiritual relationship with the Lord. She taught me what worship was. And so then going into that service, I was able to experience the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit for the first time because I knew who he was and I knew how to invite him in. coming out of that what a full circle it is that I serve in worship ministries now yeah. I study uh, the spiritual leadership in worship ministries and I, I get to do what I love to do and I have a calling out of that yeah. but it was about the people around me yeah. who invested into me mm-hmm. and discipled me to be where I'm at today yeah. I, I love, love that. that yeah there are some people and some places mm-hmm. that 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 encounters happen a lot more frequently, right? Mm-hmm. And places like in student ministry, you know, or in a worship experience, in a small group, in and people that are spirit filled, that are declaring the word of God over over your life. Those yeah. that's where encounters happen, right? So as we promised, we're going to end every episode with a question. And so this question actually came from our studio audience, from Carissa. So Carissa asked, "How do you style your bangs?" Is it a curling iron? Is it a wand? Is it, what is it, right? Well, first of all, I must say that bangs are very important to me because at a certain age, you have a choice, bangs or Botox. And so I chose bangs, right? And so styling my bangs had to become a skill of mine. And so how I do my bangs is it's, it's pretty old school. I just usually use a round brush blow them under and then just kind of use a lot of hairspray and product to get them flowing in the right direction. So, but bangs are, bangs are a strategy, right? So they, they're a strategy to keep me relevant to the next generation. Okay. So, um, that was so great. 
Well, if you can't get enough of these girls or this conversation, I am with you. Don't worry, we've got you covered because we have a part two of this conversation coming up next week. You don't want to miss hearing these ladies share about their own personal God encounters that became pivotal moments in their lives. And don't forget to send your questions by clicking the link in our show notes and we will answer them right here on the podcast. Thank you for joining us today for the So Good Sisterhood podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, share this podcast with a friend, or leave us a comment. We hope today's episode leaves you feeling so good. 